You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, and I am your fun and energetic host, Michelle Broad. I'm a certified women's health slash adult nurse practitioner, and I'm also a woman's health strategist. So I help you busy working women to strategize a strategic wellness plan for you in order for you to optimize your wellness. And also I specialize in hormone balancing and I'm a hormone coach and I help you balance your hormones as well. So hit us up over at Well Woman Network. We are an online health education portal for women and we would love to meet you and talk with you and get to know you and just bring all kinds of great information for you. So we have been on this journey over the past couple of episodes about talking about our hormones. And last week I talked to you about signs of a hormonal imbalance and they range from a lot of different things and you know, how you could be feeling. So today and next week, I want to take out and I want to talk about two kind of specific hormones. And we're going to be talking about specific hormones because we know as from episode, the very first episode, I think it was 159 or 160, I started talking to you about your endocrine system. All right. And the different glands that release different hormones and what those different hormones do. Now we're not going to go and understand and teach you about every single hormone, but I want to point out and bring and spotlight, so to say, different hormones that really, you really need to be aware of and to understand because these are hormones that really do affect your body. Now, all of them can affect your body, good and bad, if in excess or if in depletion. But I want to just bring out and talk to you about some of the major ones so that you have an idea, because these are the common things that you are going to hear your medical provider talk to you about. Perhaps you're going to hear your friends talk about it. You may even be on some medications where you need to understand and you know, you can talk about it. So one of those hormones that I want to dive into today is to talk to you about serotonin. Okay. And serotonin is one hormone. Okay. And here's the thing. Serotonin can either be a hormone. It is either, it is both. It's a hormone and it's also a neurotransmitter, depending on which part of the body you're talking about. So ladies, there are some hormones that strongly affect your mood and your feelings, aside from also playing crucial roles in various other bodily functions. Okay. So serotonin is one of those hormones that makes us feel happy, stabilizes our mood, and it promotes a sense of well-being. Okay. So let's talk about, okay, what is ser- what is serotonin? Because I don't, here's the thing. I put out this question on Instagram and I asked whether serotonin was a hormone, whether it was a neurotransmitter or was it both? And a lot of people saw it, but really I didn't put up a sticker. So sorry about that. Made it a little bit more complicated. So not a lot of people answered the question. And one of my girlfriends said, Hey, you know, you put up a question that really was a little bit sciencey. And so not a lot of people are really going to, you know, resonate with it. You need to make it a little bit more friendly. And I'm like, okay, well, therein lies the problem because no, I don't expect you to know the hormonal structure, the chemical structure, you know, of anything that that's not what I'm going to be talking to you about, but I do want you to understand the simple basics of some of your wellness and some of your health, because it's just by understanding these basic things, you're going to be able to go and number one, have intelligent conversations with other women. 
You're going to be able to go and have intelligent conversations with your medical provider, and you're going to understand your own body a little bit better. So that's the reason that I want you to understand some of these things. I'm not here to teach you a science lesson. I'm here to provide you information about your body as a woman in simple terms so that you didn't have to go to medical school to get the degree. I went there for you. But in certain terms, I can only dumb down how I talk about some of this stuff to a certain level, okay? I cannot sit here and talk about it, you know, from a fifth grade perspective. I have to talk to you about it from one woman to another woman. And I'm not making big words or anything else here. So I want you to stick with me, okay? Because some of these things are things that you really need to understand, okay? You need to understand what is serotonin, okay? What is cortisol? What is my estrogen and progesterone and testosterone? What do they do in my body? Okay. So that's where I'm going to be talking to you about certain things. So today we're exploring the topic of serotonin. And the reason that I'm talking to you about it is because this is one of those major kind of hormones that has a lot of impact on your body. And we're seeing a lot of this decline of this hormone, especially, especially during these last two years with the pandemic. And we'll go into a little bit more about that here in a minute. Okay. So serotonin is the happy hormone and it's mainly produced in your gut, but it can affect your entire body. Okay. Other than being a hormone that's released on your bloodstream and works on body tissue, serotonin also acts as a neurotransmitter, sending communications in the brain and the central nervous system. Now, how you might know or have heard of serotonin is if you take an antidepressant or you have friends or family who take an antidepressant, okay? One of the main mechanisms of how an antidepressant works, it is a serotonin reuptake inhibitor that is working in your brain. So it reuptakes the serotonin that your own body is making so that you don't lose as much of it. It does not cause you to make more serotonin. It, ca- it just reuptakes your own serotonin at the junction in the brain when those chemicals are firing off, when you're feeling good, when you're depressed and those kind of things. So it works in our gut. It's produced mainly in the gut, but it also works as a neurotransmitter in your brain. So it's both. It's both a neurotransmitter and it is a hormone. So there is the answer to that question that I put out on Instagram. Okay, let's go into what does serotonin do? So serotonin, ladies, it manages your moods, such as your feelings of happiness and anxiety. An imbalance in this very delicate hormone level is linked to depression, anxiety, panic, aggression, and decreased sexual desire. Okay, so the reason that we're seeing such a depletion of this hormone in a lot of people is because of this pandemic that we've been going through. We are seeing so many more people with depression and anxiety that it is not funny. We're seeing an increase in panic attacks. We're seeing an increase in ER visits due to panic attacks, due to anxiety, doing people think it feels like it's like they're having a heart attack when really they're having a panic attack. Okay. We're seeing a lot of people have decreased sexual desire. We're seeing a very big decrease in testosterone in males. We're seeing a decrease in hormone levels in females because of what's been going on in the world, stress. And we're going to talk about that a little bit too. So serotonin also controls bowel movement. And 90% of serotonin, like I said before, ladies, is produced in the gut. 
When you eat bad food or you ingest harmful substances, serotonin is produced to help flush them out, which causes you to kind of feel nauseous. This is also why one of the number one side effects of taking an antidepressant is nausea for the first couple of weeks when you, perhaps when you're taking it and you're on an antidepressant doesn't happen to everybody, but for certain people, they can feel a little nauseated when they first start an antidepressant. It's because 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. And so that kind of tells you, you know, if the medication is kind of working or if the medication is not working, but it doesn't happen. It's not a side effect that happens to everybody, but a lot of people will feel nauseated within the first couple of weeks of taking an antidepressant. Okay. This is the other thing that is really huge about serotonin is that it also helps to regulate your sleep wake cycle. So high levels of serotonin make you feel awake and alert and ready to take on the world while low levels make you feel sleepy. It helps melatonin regulate your sleep by shutting down temporarily while you're in deep REM sleep. Okay. So melatonin helps you go to sleep and serotonin helps you to feel awake and alert. So your serotonin levels are going to be down low at nighttime and they're going to be higher during the daytime. Melatonin is going to be higher at nighttime and it's going to be down during the day. Kind of see how that inverse relationship is happening there. So another thing ladies that serotonin does is it helps you to heal wounds and to heal faster. It aids in blood clotting by promoting an arteries to narrow and to constrict so that wound heals faster. Okay. So as you can tell this hormone and that is also a neurotransmitter does so many things in our body. It helps regulate clots. It helps us to, you know, to be awake. It helps us to feel better. It helps us to flush out bad things that are going on in our gut. You know, it helps with so many things. Who knew, right? That this little thing called serotonin, this little hormone that you may not even known about can do all these things. This is where the miracle and of the body is fascinating. It's fascinating to understand how these things are working in your body. Okay. So here's the thing. What happens now? Let's talk about when serotonin is low or you have an imbalance because I don't want you before, before you roll your eyeballs and you dismiss what I'm talking about as a bunch of scientific mumbo jumbo. I want you to know what are some of the things of why you really need to understand about serotonin. Okay. And why you should care about it. So here's some of the things. Number one, serotonin can affect your appetite regulation and subsequently your body weight. And we have to pay attention to that, don't we? Because we know that most women want to try to lose weight and they're always saying, oh, it's the thyroid. It necessarily always, it isn't necessarily always your thyroid. Sometimes these other hormones are off that can be causing you to have weight gain or plateaus. Oh, excuse me. I didn't mean to say that my allergies are acting up crazy today. Okay. So number two, it can act, like we said earlier, as a natural antidepressant. Three, it can help and it can help you induce good quality sleep. An amino acid called tryptophan is needed to manufacture serotonin. Tryptophan is associated with sound sleep at night, and it is in fact suggested in supplemental form for those who may suffer from insomnia. Okay. Glucose, it helps regulate the glucose in your body. Okay. And it's fancy for helping you keep those blood sugar levels even. Okay. And so if you have diabetes, sometimes your serotonin level can be thrown off because of diabetes and serotonin also plays a role in regulating your body temperature. So if your serotonin levels are off, you may be hotter or you could be colder. It depends. Okay. 
also sounds like some forms of little of what thyroid does for us too, right? Some of these things I told you kind of interchange with each other. They help each other out. So too much ladies or too little of serotonin is bad for your health. Both too little and too much can be a problem. All right. So an imbalance could lead, like we said before, to serotonin syndrome, and it can lead to behavioral and emotional disorders. So here's the thing. If you're feeling low, if you're having difficulty sleeping, you're often craving for sweet foods, you're having a hard time remembering things or experiencing anxiety or aggression, you might have a deficiency in serotonin. So if you have some of these symptoms, you should consult your medical provider and talk to them about what's going on and get a proper diagnosis and proper treatment if you need it. Okay. Because an imbalance of serotonin can also be associated with depression. It can make some people feel like they like have suicidal thoughts, or it can also be a form and aid in obsessive compulsion disorders. Also, on the other hand, there are some medications that, that can increase serotonin, which can lead to restlessness can cause high blood pressure, sweating, headaches, and diarrhea. So high levels of serotonin can also lead to osteoporosis and make your bones weak. So see, this is where I'm trying to talk to you about like becoming your number one self-care advocate is you, if you know some of this stuff, you can kind of start to put the pieces of your body puzzle together and you can kind of see, okay, yeah, the more you know, and the more you're informed, the less scary that things become and the more that you become your number one self-care advocate. Okay. Serotonin deficiency can be treated with medications and other natural remedies. These include, like I just told you, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which is an antidepressant. They can also be natural. You can also get natural boosters over the counter, which is tryptophan or SAMI. And you can also do it without medication or supplements through regular exercise, a healthy diet, and exposure to sunlight, getting out in the sun. So now let's talk about how to naturally boost serotonin levels. So if you're feeling a bit sad and lethargic too often, it's time to boost your happy hormones and brighten up your day. So here we're going to do that. We are going to brighten up your day and we're going to give you some ways to show you how to get that happening. Okay. Number one, eat foods that increase serotonin production. Because most of your serotonin is produced in your gut, it makes sense that the food you eat can affect it. Make sure that your diet includes foods that can help boost serotonin, particularly those that are rich in tryptophan. It's an essential amino acid that's vital in producing serotonin. So it's a precursor to serotonin. And some food examples of tryptophan are soybeans, oats, quinoa, potatoes, egg, salmon, milk, and cheese. Don't forget, ladies, about your prebiotic foods and other gut-friendly foods such as apples, legumes, onions, berries, mushrooms, blackberries. Get some of those in there too, and fiber. Definitely need that in as a prebiotic. Next, spend some time outdoors and get some sunlight. Get outside, ladies, and away from the artificial lighting all day long. Spend times outdoors so that you'll get some sunshine, which can boost your serotonin levels as well as endorphins, which is another one of your happy hormones. Take a walk or simply sit in the park for 10 to 15 minutes a day and boost your mood at the same time. Next is stick to a regular workout. Here's the thing, ladies. Regular exercise is one of the best ways to boost your serotonin levels, not to mention that can also help keep your heart and your weight healthy. So you should be spending 20 to 30 minutes a day working out and your mood and energy levels will improve. So see, here's where diet comes, in, comes into play. Here's where working out comes into play, okay? Next, 
listen to some good music. Hey, rock out to some tunes that you love because listening to good music is often enough to boost your mood and pump you up just in itself. Play the music you love and you simply enjoy and that in itself will change your mood positively. And when you change your mood positively, what that is inversely doing is it is stimulating the production of serotonin hormones even more. Now, this is another big one coming up right here. You need to relieve stress and you need to manage it better. We all can do that. We all can't get rid of stress completely, but we can learn how to relieve it and we can learn how to manage it better because ladies, stress is normal. We're always going to have stressors, but if you're always struggling with stressful conditions, your serotonin and your other feel good hormones will be impacted. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to learn to manage your stress better. Give yourself a break, do something that you enjoy, meditate for a few minutes throughout the day, exercise a little bit, and most of all, do things that make you happy and hang out with people who make you happy. Get rid of the toxic crap in your life, okay? Serotonin, ladies, has a crucial responsibility in balancing your mood and keeping you happy. At the right levels, serotonin makes you feel positive and it helps you sleep, among other things. However, an imbalance can cause health issues, particularly behavioral and emotional disorders, mental health disorders. So I want you to utilize the suggestions that we've given you to boost serotonin in your body so you'll naturally feel happier. And when you're happier in general, you are going to then automatically be boosting your serotonin levels in return. Okay. So remember those things. Okay. Remember that serotonin is produced 90% in your gut. It works in your brain. It's part of what we call an antidepressant, an SSRI, a serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It can cause weight gain. It can cause you to feel depressed and anxious. Okay. If you're having trouble sleeping, that could be off. So talk to your medical provider, number one, if you're having any of these issues so that you can really see, is it a medical condition? Do I need medication? Or can I take a supplement or can I try some of those alternative things that we talked about? Okay. Because I really think that you need to do that too. Also, you can also include certain supplements like magnesium. It's an essential mineral, which increases energy levels and activates the B vitamins necessary for serotonin production. Serotonin likes B vitamins. So some food sources that are good in magnesium are almonds, spinach, cashews, soy milk, black beans, peanut butter, whole wheat bread, avocado, potatoes, rice, raisins, apples, carrots. Okay. So incorporate B vitamins as a supplement if you don't like eating any of those type of foods. Okay. And get in your vitamin D because vitamin D is a pro growth hormone and it is vital to your body. Okay. Your B vitamins help to convert tryptophan into functional serotonin for your body to use. And also a vitamin D deficiency can cause serotonin levels in the brain to drop a potential contributor to depression. So here's how these supplements, you know, start to affect us. And when I've talked to you about vitamin D before, I talked to you about, in, about getting a good multi B factor where it's B1, B3, B6, B9 specifically, also B12 in there. Get out there, check your vitamin D levels. Even if you have to pay for it and your insurance doesn't cover checking vitamin D levels because you want to know with my vitamin D level down because a decrease in vitamin D can cause serotonin, serotonin levels to drop. All right. So those are things that, you know, I want you to become aware of. So some foods that are good in vitamin B, rice, eggs, fresh fruits, and vegetables. 
good sources of vitamin D besides going out in the sun are milk, cheese, dairy products, mushrooms, and of course, like I said, exposure to sun. Include the physical activities like we talked about and, you know, go out there and just be happy, you know, and then also watch your coffee intake. Be prudent with it because it can sometimes suppress serotonin. I'm not saying not to drink your cup of coffee because, hey, I drink my cup of coffee every single day, but, you know, be careful so you're not drinking caffeinated beverages all day long too, because that can also add to anxiety if you already have it, and it can also suppress some serotonin production. So here you have it, ladies. I want you to go out there. I want you to smile every day, you know, give a warm embrace here and there, and you're going to be increasing and releasing your serotonin levels in no time at all. So I hope you found this pot, this podcast episode great talking about serotonin. Next week, we're going to be talking about cortisol and how that affects your body. So please leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. Go over and drop us a message at well Woman Network on Instagram or DM us over, well, you can DM us over on Instagram. Come on over to Well Woman Network 360 on our Facebook group. Come out and check our brand new redesigned website at wellwomannetwork.com. Get on our waiting list for our new membership that we're going to be launching in a month. If you would love to do some one-on-one coaching with me and really optimize and level up your wellness and look at balancing your hormones, check out our work with me on our home and our page over at wellwomannetwork.com. We'd be more than happy to help with that. And also, like I said before, we are looking for 10 women to participate in a beta um, launch of our one-on-one program called Your Wellness Journey. So if you would like to see if you would be a great candidate for that, over at wellwomannetwork.com, hit the work with me. You'll see all about what the wellness, your wellness journey program is about. You can click the button. You can schedule an appointment to talk to us. There's a few questions that you have to answer, and we'd be more than happy to get on the phone. It's free to get on the phone. It doesn't cost you anything to see if you want to be participate in this program or not. Again, we're looking for 10 women um, to participate in this so that you can help us, you know, get it, work it out, work out the kinks, you know, kind of see if there's problems, what you like, what you don't like. This is the greatest time because you're going to be helping to shape this program for other women down the road. And if you want to get it at a reduced price, oh, this is the best time to get in. So again, go to wellwomannetwork.com, hit the work with me button on the top nav bar, you know, look at what the program is about. It's free to make a call. No obligations. If you do get on the phone, click, have an appointment, go to our calendar, set up an appointment. We'll call you and then we'll see if you're right for the program and we'll get you started. It's a great thing. It's um, a hybrid of things where we are going to be giving you certain things we want you to have. And then you're going to be able to customize a portion of it as well. So it's not just a cookie cutter type of thing. You'll be in a private Facebook group with other women, like these other 10 women. And you know, ladies, we need to start talking to each other about health issues that we're having so that we can um, disrupt the world of, of shame around women's health and around women's health issues. So until next week, ladies, you know what I always say, may God richly bless your life and bye for now.